Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We're coolin' out. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We're coolin' out. Yo, everybody, welcome back. It's Coolin' Out. We are back. It's Kev. And it's Rel. We got a good friend of the pod, returning guest. One of my boys since high school. Wow, fuck that, since middle school. My boy, Will. What up, man? What's going on, my brothers? Glad to be returning. It's been almost three years, man. Oh, wow. I think, yeah. Yeah, it's been a minute. You came on, like, way in the beginning. I remember that. It was like St. Patty's Day. (laughs) Yep. Way back. Yeah. Seventeen. I think seventeen. Wow. Ooh. Damn. Yeah, yeah that is almost three years ago. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, wow. Crazy. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how you been, man? I mean, I I just saw you, but let the people know how you been. <laughs> man, I've been good, man. <laughs> I can't complain. Um, living life, having fun. I guess you know, doing the adult things. Uh, got officially married last year. Congrats. Uh, dang, a lot has happened. Congratulations. Yep. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, a lot has happened since last time I've been on. Yep, engaged. Summer 17, married. Summer 19. Crazy. Yeah. Fun stuff, you know, the good and the yeah. bad, all that good stuff. That's what's up, man. Mm-hmm. Whew. How was y'all? How are y'all? You wild boys in the A. <laughs> huh? <laughs> <laughs> nah, like, I mean, so That's like... Very- that's every weekend for Will, yeah. So let me just give the people yeah. some. So one of our uh, one of our good friends, Whitney, uh, we all went to high school together, and I guess middle school too for a little. Um, she was uh, celebrating her birthday, and she was like, "Oh, come down to Atlanta." So we went down to I went down to Atlanta. Me and uh, my fiance went down to Atlanta, and I forgot what Atlanta was like. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm down there buttoned up, came in with my turtleneck, thinking I'm smooth. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I get in there, nigga. You came with your baby look. Nigga, it was a hot box. (laughs) Smoke everywhere. (laughs) Drinks. I'm like, all right. So, what time did I... I got there. I I got there, like, maybe two, maybe, to that day party. By five, I was done for. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Done for. Falling off of the couch. (laughs) Going through bouts of anger. Just just all over the place. Yeah, like five uh, different emotions in like five minutes. Yeah, man. And, uh, I remember we had to pull you pull you over for a little bit. Get bruh, you right. Bruh. 
I, I, ooh, different. It's a different level of party, and I, my body isn't accustomed to it. Um, <laughs> but still fun, man, because it was interesting, and we were talking about this uh, the day after. It was like some of the people that were there, like everyone, for the most part, was people people went to high school with. I haven't seen since I graduated from high school some of those people, but just like everything just like fell back in order. Like it was like it's like as if I just saw them last week, you know. And that shit was just dope. Yeah. Like, just all that good energy and good vibes. Like, the conversation. Everything was just good. Like, as if I just never stopped talking to people. Right? That was dope. But Atlanta sure, was cool, man. man. That... <sighs> yeah, man. I, uh, it's, I think it's always good to, like, you know, time and distance, like, separate a lot of us. But then when you come back together, it's like, like you said, you know, no love lost, and that's good. Cause some I know some people I went to high school with. You know we can't even be in the same room. So you know yeah. it's like it's good when you feel that mm. good energy. You know. Mhm. I don't know if Tim gonna ever want to be in the same room with me again. Though. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Yo, I don't know what the hell came over me. We're sit so I don't know what the hell uh, Will and Tim were talking about. And I just got up off the couch and I blew smoke in Tim's face. Like, I don't like, it was just like <laughs> so far, like, left and out of pocket as fuck. And as soon as I did it, I was like, yo, that was so disrespectful. Like, and I, but, I, but I said it to him. I was like, yo, that was so disrespectful. And he looked at me like, yeah, bro, what the fuck was that? <laughs> he caught nah. everybody off guard, man. Yeah, thank God he took it, with, he took it nicely because I was like, I don't know where the fuck that came from. Man, both of y'all was gone, man. Yeah, both I was, y'all was gone. That's all I can say. Once <laughs> I we think got you to just the against the moment, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> we got to the strip club. I was definitely done for. Wouldn't he got videos of me sleeping in the strip club, bro? Like, <sighs> oh man, oh man, real. I told you, man. I I ain't built for that shit no more. If I go out, if I go out at two o'clock, if my day started at two o'clock, my night should be ending at nine. <laughs> bro, think, bro, think about my day. I got to, I think I got to Medusa around three. Did mm-hmm. we did the day party? We went to the strip. We went to um, Allison House. Did went to the strip club. Then I came back to Medusa at twelve thirty and left mm-hmm. at like close to three. God bless you, Kev. Yeah. What, what time? What time would you have that tapped hurt. out if you started at two? Heavy drinking. That hurt my bones. Nine Bunch ten, ex- like you said. Some, nine yeah, ten. Some extracurriculars. You just. It's a wrap. <laughs> My body ain't built. Yeah, for that's that. crazy. My body cringe hearing that. <laughs> Will called me at like ten, eleven the next day. I didn't see that call till about two p.m. Like, <laughs> 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 like, had to check on my boy, bro. I took a bath. I didn't even take a shower today. I took a bath. I couldn't even stand up. <laughs> Just... <laughs> for real, bro. You bullshit. You really? I'm not even, bath. bro. A bath. <laughs> Couldn't stand up. It was. I was. It wasn't meant for me. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. Yeah, man. I had the chills and all. Oh man. But nah, it was good, man. It was good to get back down there and see some people. But um, so catch us up, man. What's been good with like uh, WJB management, children promotions, all that stuff? Just talk to us real quick. Cool, man. Yeah, I um, uh, it's crazy because the last couple years have been uh. I have experienced a lot of growth. Um, you know, I started the companies right after I graduated Georgia State. 
in uh, 2013, May 2013. And I was like, man, you know, I love throwing parties. You know, I love working in the entertainment industry. So I need to start somewhere I can do both. Mm-hmm. So the management side is like a full service talent management agency, whether it's, you know, social media help, whether it's uh, management, consultations, help getting shows, all just a one-stop shop. And then the trilogy promotion side is the party side, which I do basically every day. I'm not every day, but, you know, a few days out the week here in Atlanta. I used to be every day when I started, but the older you get, you know, the harder it is to do every day of the week throwing up party, you know, yeah. and stretch your crowd. So, so I would say just, you know, we're growing. Uh, we kind of, we eventually going to get into some new, some events in uh, New York City. Uh, mm-hmm. We promote a little bit up there. Um, the base is Atlanta because I'm from Atlanta. But I'm really looking forward to next, you know, this year and the next couple of years where I see us expanding into, you know, like big concerts and big festivals teaming up with a lot of different people. So that's that's kind of the goal on the trilogy promotion side. Mm-hmm. And then on the um, WJB management side, it's kind of like, you know, all we always reaching out to different types of talent. We have, you know, EDM clients. We have hip hop artists. Rap, we have R&B artists. So it's kind of like a full spectrum. We're just not specialized in um you know, one genre. We've had opportunity to work with, you know, uh, artists and creatives signing labels. Um, it's pretty interesting. You know, it's ups and downs because, you know, most artists don't have their shit together, just point blank period. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of babysitting and grooming and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, but I like it's fun, you know. It's kind of my passion, you know, because my daytime, I'm a CPA. I do the accounting stuff, looking at financial statements all day, consolidating financial statements. It's cool. It pay the bills. Allow, allow me to do what I want, but it's not really a, a passion. So you know, the passion kind of comes in with WJB management, trilogy promotions. You know, so it's kind of you know brief overview. Yeah, man, you a you're a busy man, man. I see. I be like envious. You get up early, go to the gym, go to work, promote all you know, promote all these parties, your your parties, your events, actually appear at these events. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in my ass I go to work and then like I, I go to the gym at night and I'm like alright I've accomplished <laughs> like I'd be like dead ass tired so like it, like it's, it's inspirational to see you know you with like all these you know side uh, not even uh, yeah businesses yeah all these side businesses and ventures and you know just putting the adequate amount of time to make all of them foster and grow yeah it's motivating to see how you move Hey man, I appreciate that, man. It's you know, it kind of like when you're in it, you really don't realize, you know, <clears throat> that you're doing all these things. And then when people like tell you, like, dang, bro, you know, I see you grinding, I, I definitely appreciate it and stuff like that. And it's like, it makes you really sit back and kind of enjoy the moment because, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like we uh, we always catch ourselves and like looking toward the next goal, you know, what's the next next milestone, you know, what's my goals for this year. But, you know, sometimes you just got to sit back and, uh, Enjoy the time. Appreciate, you know, appreciate the moment. Uh, I would say what, you know, what helps me do a lot of stuff. I, I do. I will not lie to you. I do take naps. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so like when I come home from work, I may do a little work and I know that I'm going out around 11, 12. I'm asleep from 8 to 10 or 9 to 11 and I'm going to get up and make a move. Gotcha. Um, and that, you know, and then if, especially if you're tired, because, you know, I remember, you know, I'll never forget. It was, I want to say it was around, I may have talked about this before, but. It was around, um, was it 2014? Yeah, 2014, I was working for a beer company, and then I got hired at uh, Porsche, Porsche Cars North America. 
So basically for a month straight, I had a nighttime job and a day job. Mm-hmm. So I was literally working 22 out of 24 hours a day. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> I wouldn't be here. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Ain't enough naps in the world. <laughs> nope. Bro, nope. It was, I mean, uh, I mean, I, it was definitely detrimental to my body, I will say. Um, but, you know, it's like when you, when you up for that long, yeah, man, five minutes feel like an hour. You can take a five-minute nap and it feel like an hour. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. when you got hit them with them stall breaks, them constant bathroom breaks. <laughs> <laughs> you just be in there, pull your pants down, just be in there sleeping, bro. Set the alarm uh, Yo, ain't no way in hell. 22 out? Nah. Bro, mm-hmm. it's crazy, man. Because, you know, you know, like warehouse jobs, you can work eight hours or you can work 13 hours. You never know. Like, I always would have to, I would always have to, you know, have a change of clothes in the car. Yeah. I never know if I'm going to work, you know, short alone. So it was crazy. So then how do you, so this, uh, you can choose answers or not, but like, how do you choose to find like balance between like being like, I guess, newly married, having, you know, your full-time job, having your two side business ventures and still wanting to like find time for yourself, your mental health, your sanity and things that you just enjoy doing personally. Well, um, one thing I do, you know, I meditate a lot, uh, you know, definitely that's big with my mental health. Uh, mm-hmm. I actually have, you know, in years past, like I want to say 18, I did start seeing a therapist because I feel like I need to talk about some things. So uh, I think that helped me a lot. I still need to get back on it. I'm not as consistent because they're so expensive. Mm. Um, but I would say like balancing having being married, I would say uh, got to have a a lovely wife that kind of understands and don't beat you up too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try not to, I try not to do anything on Monday and Tuesday uh, mm-hmm. for the mo- most part, you know, even though I'm taking a podcast on Tuesday, which is cool. <laughs> but uh, Monday it's like, you know, I got to have those no phone days because I have two phones that are constantly bringing and um, calls set up and a lot of things going on. But uh, I mean, you just got to have a, per- a spouse that knows who you are. You know, like when yeah. she first met me, what, 2012 was in college, I was working two jobs. I was doing events. So it wasn't like I just started. I was already doing this stuff. So it's kind of like you got to kind of make that choice whether you want to deal with it or not, you know? Gotcha. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. But it's, I, I can't say that it doesn't cause issues because it does. <laughs> yeah, I, feel, I can only imagine. I only got one job and I be getting getting hit with the shit. (laughs) (laughs) You do those long hours though, don't you? Hell, well, not today, but yeah, normally they be trying to hit me over the head. Hey, man. I'm rebelling. you that bag to come I'm rebelling. I'm rebelling. (laughs) Nah, nigga, I ain't got no money. Don't be putting my business out in these streets. People People texting me. I ain't got shit. (laughs) Hey, bro. Hey, I mean... Hey, I say the same thing. I ain't got it, though. If I'm still working for somebody else, I ain't got it. That's, <laughs> That's how I feel. Um, you know, but you moved from New York, your beloved city, uh, to Charlotte. Don't remind me, Will. <laughs> don't remind me. Well, makes sense. <laughs> bro, I, I, be telling, I was telling Kev this the other day. That should be depressing. <laughs> you know, bro, it'd be like the lamest shit, too. I forgot what I was looking at. Something at work. Oh, I was reading the New York Daily News, which is like a newspaper in New York. And I saw something, 
and like a wave of emotions came over me. I thought I was depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I put on uh, Empire State of Mind by Jay Z. I ain't do work for like fifteen minutes. I'm just sitting there. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you're feeling bad blue just sitting <laughs> I was like oh my god what did I do uh, so, but then most of the time I'm so goddamn busy I don't have time to think about it it's really the weekends when I really think about it <laughs> it was uh, it was funny when I was like man you know me and the wife gonna come visit you and the fiance up in Charlotte he was like man why ain't nothing to do up here <laughs> I was dead, <laughs> dead serious why but you know what it is, though, son? Like, so, like, the city is cool, right? It's just, it's, like, a very chill place, like, with no culture, no nothing. And I think, like, I really didn't realize that. I mean, I realized it because I was like, all right, cool, there ain't really much to do. Until I came down to Atlanta, though. Because I was like, and my mom's like, oh, yeah, Charlotte's going to get to, like, you know, where Atlanta is. And then when I came down to Atlanta, because I ain't been to Atlanta in, like, five years, maybe. And then I remembered Nah, Charlotte like is so far away from what Atlanta is. It's crazy. Like the, Charlotte doesn't have any culture like Atlanta does. All that stuff. So my mom's like, "Oh yeah, it's just another, you know, southern city." Like I lived in Atlanta. I could live in Charlotte, and it ain't the same at all. Mm-hmm. Like it ain't the same yeah. at all. And when I visited, <laughs> I was like, "God damn!" And that's probably why I got so damn lit. I was just too excited. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it's. I mean, like the clubs in Atlanta, they just give you that energy, man. You got everybody's like there to have fun, you know. You can't lie, you got sights to see and things like that. It's just yeah. like, man, you know. <laughs> but you know, it's also crazy because, like, in Charlotte, I've been like trying to meet people and talk to people and shit. There's like no black, like no black young professional scene here. So Bro. that shit is a is an issue. Like everywhere I go. It's like, yo, I, like, I don't mind, you know, being in mixed groups. I mean, like, I lived in New York City, so, like, almost everywhere we went was a mixed group. But, like, when I tell you there's no black people out, like, none. I'm like, yo, where do, where do y'all live? <laughs> Bro. Like, when I see people, like, when I see gotta... people during the, the, week, the weekday at work, I'm like, yo, wh- I want to be like, yo, where do you live? Just run up on them. <laughs> like, why don't I see you on Saturday? Where Lay are you? I know a couple people, man. You know, I know, like, I know Lamont up there. Yeah, um, I fuck with Lamont. Lamont's I got cool. a guy. I with him. Yeah, he's cool. It's another guy up there that used to work at uh, Ben's with me. Uh, his name is Darius. I'm going to see what, I, but I do see he come back to Atlanta a lot. So you may be right. Yeah. <laughs> so I, it got to, they got to be somewhere. It got to be a young professional group up there. It got to be something. Because they got a few black clubs that, like, you know, because they do the, like, the CIAA up there every year. And it's always at the black club. So I know it got to be somewhere around. Yeah, but I, I yeah, just, it, yeah, but I, see, CIAA different though. CIAA is like me trying to get my bulletproof vest on, and I ain't trying to risk my life for it because it's like the one time of the year that it's like mad black people pay a party, and so niggas be wilding. I ain't got time for that. Like, at least in Atlanta, it's like this is an every weekend thing, so we ain't gonna act like too crazy. But I, I, I ain't gonna die for it. I just oh, sit in the crib. It ain't worth. Nah, hell nah. But. The city's cool because, like, what I will say, the one of the positives about the city, it made me realize, like, maybe I, like, maybe in New York I was overdoing that shit because, like, in New York, Kev can tell you, we every weekend <laughs> nonstop, you couldn't find yeah. me, <laughs> you yeah, couldn't, you couldn't find me, yeah, so man. like, so now it feels like this might be a little overboard, but like, now it's like, yo, most weekends I'm just like chilling, like, it, like, I, so it's like forcing me to like find things that actually 
interest me because I mm-hmm. never really realized I didn't really like know what like what I really cared about or what I really enjoyed doing like outside of me going to work and then me going out and partying like so, so now it's like all right you got I got some extra time to myself to like really sit down and you know do some ref, some reflecting it's like mm-hmm. one of the positives so, <laughs> so do you see yourself ever, ever going back to New York or what's your thoughts on that hell yeah um everything so everything is like a, a, a plan right uh I don't know, like, exactly when I would, but I will say, like, Charlotte is very, very cost-effective, so it allows me to, like, get ahead on some things. I'm like, yo, I, before I leave here, I want to, like, clear out all my student student loan debt. I want to, like, knock out all my shit. So I have, like, one less, because another reason why, like, I'm also, like, afraid to, not afraid, no, that's the right word, afraid to, like, go out on my own and do some shit for myself is because, like, I know I have student loan debt i have like bills you know so yeah. it's like if i could cancel that out which is like my largest bill then i wouldn't be as fearful to like take a risk or jump all on leap, a leap of faith but yeah yeah it's it's just very cost effective to be here and i still have i'm developing slowly some rapport where I have a lot a lot more freedom than I thought, you know? Because we have, like, a, a New York mm-hmm. office, so, like, I already been testing them, like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna go to New York and work work out a New York office on Friday, and they're like, oh, yeah, cool, that's a great idea. And then one day it's gonna turn into I'm going to New York and working Thursday and Friday. That's gonna, that's gonna just be expanded, like, yeah, I'm gonna go for the whole week, and just, you know? Yep. Test the waters, you know? Just test once the waters. You, you know, mm-hmm. once you get in and, mm-hmm, once you get in and prove your worth, with any most corporations they allow you that you know latitude yeah exactly but that's all it means to end because i gotta just really knock some stuff out and put myself in a more favorable position to be up in be up in new york because new york is as beautiful as it is i think like i have like (laughs) very little self-control in new york i don't know what it is about that city but (laughs) i just have like very little (laughs) self-control up there (laughs) Like very little. Like I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna spend a hundred dollars. I check the bank statement the next day. God knows what happened. Let's times that by five. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> My boy Kev up there though. Kev, you said that lifestyle, you know? Huh? Nah, man. I'm just chilling. I just chill. You man. have been in the house a lot lately. Yeah, we were giving it up crazy in 2019. Yeah, we really were. <laughs> Every weekend. Yeah, so yeah, after you move, I just chilled. I just started coming out the house lately again. I said for 2020, let me be more social again. Because I wasn't seeing anybody. Man, Kev was depressed. He said, Rail left? I ain't leaving my bedroom. <laughs> oh, man. But nah, so it's been, it's been good, man. But I definitely... I'm gonna be taking more trips down to Atlanta. I think I'll use that as like my getaway, my time to wild out, and then come back to Charlotte and just be peaceful. Keep peace <laughs> I in got my you home, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's most important, man. I, Hell yeah! I think I've I've definitely learned that from uh, you know 2017 and now because mm-hmm. social media can, you know, it's crazy. Like being married and being out in the spots every day, you know, you can have issues and that cause issues back home. It's just, it's, you know, it's a sticky situation always. 
that's a good conversation because like you like obviously like you being a party promoter and, and managing and all that stuff like some of your clients and people you interact with are a lot of them might be females like like ah uh, disregard that question uh, <laughs> go ahead, man. Go ahead. Nah, I'm like, nah, I'm just like trying to like I, I'm trying to figure out like the best way to phrase it without it like sounding crazy. But like I could just foresee that causing issues in the home because I know that shit would be an issue in my home. Like you know, just yeah, having like yeah, that constant I, communication with like all these people. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think I'll handle it. You know, if it's somebody that you know I'm doing business with on a regular, introducing them to my wife. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, they met him like, you know, like, let's say I, I used to have, I've had a few personal assistants that were females because females are very detailed. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like, you know, the ones I've worked with, I've introduced or we did like FaceTime or she's been with me and I'm like, oh, this is, you know, this is so-and-so who I've been talking gotcha. to about, you know, I just think the open communications, but you know, it's still always going to be issues, you know, especially if you take a picture a certain way, you know, <laughs> or, you know, you know, dudes, like, I feel like we don't. We don't we don't think about things as deeply as women, you know. Nope. Like, I may take a, a picture a certain way, and I don't think none other picture. I don't even remember taking a picture. But if it's on social media, oh, why you take the picture like that? I'm like, gotcha. shit, I wasn't thinking about it. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. You know, yeah. So, but you know, I just think it's open communication. You know, she has access to my phone, both of my phones. She, and then you know, it's got location things like that. So. If I was doing something, she could easily detect it. Basically. Oh, I didn't mean all and that. Then, you, know, but... you know, I'm just saying. You know, I ain't trying to set you up, beloved. Word. <laughs> That's none of my I, business. Nah, I ain't trying to set you up. Nah, really, it wasn't like that. I nah, was, I'm gonna scrub that off the podcast because I can't be letting. T- I can't be letting my girl. Mm-mm, she can't. My, she can't be knowing that nigga's giving up the location nowadays. <laughs> she, she gonna say what? Will did it. <laughs> Nah, hey. nah, beloved. <laughs> we gonna scrub that one out. <laughs> hey, it's y'all church, y'all church, my brother. <laughs> That's some nice stuff. Oh my god. I mean, <laughs> That's hilarious. Mm, mm, mm. Let's Kim, see. How was your weekend, man? Or no? Huh, me? Yeah, uh, man, pretty chill. Uh, pretty chill. Uh, buddy's parents hosted a bunch of, uh, Chris, uh, Jerron, I have a mutual friend named Chris and his parents just hosted like a gathering at their apartment for like him and a bunch of our mutual friends, a bunch of Chris's friends and Mm -hmm. nice and pretty chill. Just got to catch up with a whole bunch of people I haven't seen in a while. Nice chill. I rarely like getting, going to the city nowadays, so. Ooh. In Midtown, yeah, and on a weekend, so it was really nice. And then Sunday was fun. <laughs> Sunday was fun. I had a, a um a bombless brunch. Um, some of my girlfriend's friends, um, Hassan came through, and we watched the games and just had a nice fun afternoon. And chill. Had the the Monday off and. So uh, yeah. what sparked this? Uh, so Will, just for context, like we. Cause like we work in the city in Manhattan, so like we almost never went out in the city on the weekends. Always Brooklyn love, Brooklyn love all weekend. So what's sparking this new love for the city, Kev? I'm just moving. I'm more, ex- uh, I'm more accepting of invites, and I just try to, 
Gotcha. Go out a tad bit more. Nothing crazy, but a tad bit more. Yeah, because when I saw you celebrating your birthday this weekend in the city, I was like, oh, that's different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't want to exclude anybody. That's the uh, the best common area for people. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What we got on this list? Well, you said you want to also talk about the growth of Pulling Out in the future of this podcast. Yeah, you know, I'm just, you know, day one of those day one guys. You yeah. Know, I've seen the growth, you know, and I just want to see how y'all feel about it. Kind of a reflective moment and, you know, what's the plans to take it to the next level? You know, what's, what y'all got on tap, you know, as a, you know, listener. Yeah, you you always show love, by the way. Yeah, so, and you thank you. Do. You always show love. So I just want to say thank you. That's much appreciated. You always repose, so you share in your story. So it definitely doesn't go unnoticed. <clears throat> yeah. Gotcha, my brother. And as far as future plans, I mean, we um, obviously next steps are like, so we started the website. We want to like be more active and, and focus on like up the, actually updating that website like all the time. Uh, potentially, we've been working with Ant, talk, you know, running some things, some ideas around about some potential things that we're going to, you know, do through the website, but just not to give away too much. Obviously, we want to start doing some merch. That's, you know, just a couple of things that we have uh, lined up. Mm-hmm. Doing some more, like, interviews, like, personal like personal interviews for the both of us so that um, our listeners get a chance to know us outside of the podcast. And Because mm-hmm. it's funny, uh, we're talking with... Um, our publicist and essentially he was saying that like he doesn't think that people know that like me and Kevin are really friends outside of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I found that to be very interesting. Like, oh, like really? Like, you know, <clears throat> like at the time, like this is when I was still in New York, like me and Kevin were hanging out almost every single weekend. <clears throat> so it's just like that's a thing. And then also like me, like, I personally have an issue just being active on social media. Like, a, a real hard issue. Like, I didn't take, like, I took, like, maybe one picture the entire time I was in Atlanta. Like, no one knew I was in Atlanta. Like, <clears throat> a real issue, like, just being active on it. Um, and I, I guess, like, I always used to use the excuse of, like, for work purposes. That, you know, I didn't want nobody to know what I, you know. But, I mean, so that's something I got, I'm, like, slowly getting over. Just, you know, being more active on IG and mm-hmm. that little stuff, like letting people know that the podcast is a part of me, kept doing the same exact thing so people can buy into us individually and then as a, as a result of that, buy into the podcast. <clears throat> yep, yep, yep. Because, you, know, you know, I listen to a lot of different <clears throat> podcasts and you can kind of tell that, you know, people are kind of fans of the people that make the podcast. Of course. You know, um, mm-hmm. And I think, you know, just from observing you guys and being around you guys, you're both like laid back, you know. You both kind of laid back, chill. Um, so I guess, you know, it's just it doesn't come as natural to be on, on social media. And I'm and I'm like that at times too, but it's just I guess it's like I almost have to be active. Cause mm-hmm. I have to let people know what's going on. I have to I love spreading knowledge on my story, you know. Sometimes I know a lot of people like, man, your shit long every day. But, you know, it's just like, I be having, 
I know people say that, you know, I, you know, me and Ant talk about that a lot. And why is it, you ain't got to be so long. But it's just like, I just have, I guess my mind's always running and it runs in different lanes. So it's like when I see something funny, I want to post it. When I see something business-wise, I want to post it. When I'm mm-hmm. party-wise, I want to post it, man. You know, it's just, my mind's just always running. I have to always tell myself to calm down and kind of relax. But I don't know, it's just, I guess it's just my personality. Yeah. But no, I mean, like, that's something that, in order for, like, the because the, the, the ultimate goal is for the podcast to become a brand, not just a podcast, and hopefully allow that to venture out into other lanes, sponsors, sponsors, all that that kind of stuff. We have to be more active because, granted, we have a a decent listening, and, and God bless everyone who, you know, supports the podcast and listens to us weekly. Um, but there's more people that, you know, we, we can reach and, you know, touch through mm-hmm. the podcast yep. and through the brand, so... We have to just like make a more concerted effort to be like more active with that um, consistently because there's times when like I'll, I'll post stuff and I'll, and I'll say stuff, but then there's like other times where I can go. On, I I remember last time I even posted anything on IG like my actual like actual post was like mm-hmm. this past summer like <laughs> this one I actually like put a post up <laughs> like I, I'll hit I'll hit the story every now and then but like for the most part like last time I actually put up something it was like yeah this past summer. So, that's an issue. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, it is, it is, it is. I mean, like, uh, yeah, like you said, it's all, I mean, I think, you know, anything creative is all about creating a brand and, and um, working on that. But, I, you know, I believe you guys, you know. So, I know you, you're you going to continue to grow and continue building it, you know. Yeah. Because uh, we can, I think, on the trajectory that we're on, we'll continue to you know, slowly gain more listeners. But I think we could that, do stuff to help. Yeah, boost exactly. That too. Boost that mm-hmm. but then also transform, you know, cooling out into the brand so that when when we do move into the merch lane then, you know, people actually oh I want that cool now hat. You know what I'm saying? Because I believe in that I see that cool now brand and I, and that brand resonates with me rather than mm-hmm. it just being a podcast. Like, oh that's a brand, you know? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Sure. <clears throat> so the, the I guess the the future cooling out is to tra- um, transform the podcast into more of a podcast into more of an entertainment vehicle and a brand in itself. Cool. Yeah, I'm exactly excited that. for it, man. Thank you. Mm. Let's talk about some sports, man. What happened with TF Falcons this year? Uh, I would say the same thing happened to your Giants. I, yo, as soon, as soon as I opened my mouth, yo, as soon as I said that, <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's dying. I mean, it's, oh. uh, yes, yeah. I mean, I, from our, our standpoint, huh? uh, <laughs> we just didn't do enough, man. We didn't, like, the off season, we didn't do enough. Like, we didn't really get better. You know, we just suspected because the year before, you know, everybody got injured. So we thought, okay, everybody's healthy. We're going to be good. Instead of signing people that would elevate the team, uh, Vic Beasley bust. Tech McKinley bust. Um, our sa- you know, it's just like, I mean, I just blame my head coach and GM, but they still kept them. So, yeah. What can I do? Yeah, I'm about to stop being a Giants fan, man. Yeah, I'm about to say, what? Can, at least you didn't get Jason Garrett as yeah. part of your team. I don't need him in the yeah. building in any way, not even as the, the custodian. I don't want <laughs> Joe Judge. No. I was like, who is Joe Judge? 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. <laughs> Man. Yeah, these I moves are depressing. Yeah. Just looking bleak I, I out here as a Giants fan. Word, and we, we yeah, coming on ten years. Fan. <laughs> it's bleak out here, man. I just when I saw the Joe Judge signing, I, I just I turned my phone over. And then when I started hearing these rumors that Jason Garrett was gonna be offensive coordinator, I was like, wait, what? So, yeah, it's depressing. Yeah, New York sports as fr- a whole yeah. is bleak. Yeah. We got Buffalo. the Yankees. <laughs> nah, chill. Chill, B. Why y'all don't claim yeah. Buffalo? Yeah. Buffalo's like six hours away from New York City. <laughs> still New York? Nah. Nah. They, that ain't my New York. That's, that's close to the Canada than it, is to, <laughs> than it is to New York City. Oh, man. Yeah. We ain't got nothing well, to live for. The oh. Knicks. Mm-mm. Yeah, and Kyrie. I'm never gonna be a Nets fan. Oh nah, God. hell no! Nah. We got Kyrie losing his mom on the Nets. Yeah, it's just a struggle, Mm-mm. man. At least I got hope Rookie down there. Boys, though, man. Nah, man. Y'all got hope down there. Y'all got <laughs> Trey Young out there, even though the rest of the team is hey. trash. But Trey Young out there, boy. Oh, hold on now. Hold on. Now. Who? Hold on now. What? The, who? Oh, John Collins is pretty. John Collins. Yeah, he's good, but he got he was suspended for a while. Yeah, he a okay. cheater. DeAndre, Mm-mm. hey man, who? Hey, everybody's cheating somewhere. Who? DeAndre, DeAndre Bip- Hunter. Oh, Hunter. We play by the, the rules here. We'll see. Mm. Who else? Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish is ass. Mm, yeah, he ain't been good since college. He's ass. He hasn't had like he's had like this one is first, good game. This is 
Bruh. He's halfway through his rookie season. I'm not saying he's he's five. I'm just saying he has potential. <laughs> he's you, talked about, you talked about potential. You said potential. Well, right now, I mean, potentially trash. You, yeah, and you're using it very loosely right now. <laughs> okay. Well, what about what about the white boy, Kevin Herter? What y'all think about him? He decent. I actually do yeah. like him. Yeah, yeah I do decent. like him. I would have mentioned him probably third before Cam <laughs> Reddish. Cam Reddish, yeah. Show. yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. He was four. I mentioned him four. He was four. He's still better than Cam Reddish. You're you're right. You're right. I mean, I'm just you know, it's a lot of potential, man. It's uh, yeah. With John, when John Collins went down, you we already knew we was heading to went down three. implies an injury. <laughs> Let's be honest with the people now. <laughs> well, when he got busted. When he got, big, when he got yeah, busted. Yeah. When he, oh, okay. When he went down. I don't want to be dishonest with our audience. <laughs> well, That's all. Well, you know, <laughs> he, couldn't, he couldn't come in the facility, so, you know, I'm saying he's down and out. But you're right. Not, he cheated. He cheated. Damn. Good to hear. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, your future is still brighter than the Knicks. We got um, we got a better record than them though. Surprisingly, we got <laughs> uh, who's our who's our, who's our future right now? R.J. Barrett, R.J. Barrett, and what's this? Uh, Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, but he he's all right. And I guess Julius. Never Randall. heard of these guys. You never heard, heard of R.J. Barrett? Guys, I'm sorry. Besides him, I've heard of R.J. Barrett. Oh wow! I I'll I, 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 I still put. In the long run, I will put DeAndre Hunter above him. Ooh. I ain't going to mm. lie. I haven't write watched enough Knicks games this year <laughs> to determine that. Write it down. I started strong with the write first 10 games, then I gave up on them. Nah, I can't subject myself to that. With the Taj Gibsons of the world, I had to give up yeah. on them. Yeah. <laughs> I had to stop watching. You you could be right. I don't know. I, I stopped watching them. <laughs> I really don't know. New York, New York doesn't have a good track record with draft picks. Nah, he gonna be decent. I got faith in him. Oh, Barrett or Hunter? Nah, I'm not letting you get that off. No, I'm looking at Hunter's stats: twelve four and two assists and eight point four PR. R.J. Barrett fourteen five and three, a ten PR. Okay. That's us. <laughs> <laughs> we taking that. Come on. Your boy had an eight. Your boy had an eight. Bro, he taking that. He got a ten per. Point six one. Oh my god. <laughs> That's better than his boy. <laughs> Are you even playing? Oh my god. This it's rough, changes. man. It's rough. Yeah, it's Me? rough. I mean, I'm, I'm speaking of what I've saw from the Hawks game. I never watched RJ Barrett, you know, so uh, I can say that. But I just seen this. I've seen him have 25 point games a few times. So you know, he just played good defense. He shoot the three well. You know, he's just a good player from what I've saw. So I just see more potential because I haven't heard nobody on Sports Center talk about RJ Barrett the whole season. Huh? <laughs> I just haven't. Nah, you're right. I haven't heard anything about him either. And you know, and yeah. it's crazy because most of the time, if anyone's doing well in New York, they times they multiply that shit. They amplify it by like five. Yeah. Jeremy Lin became Lin Sanity. Damn, RJ. Yeah, I'm sorry you had to find out this way. 
Well, at least I'm, I, I got. Let's talk about the Super Bowl because I got my boy. <sighs> at least I gotta. I, I live through my homes. Mm. Is that how? Why is that your boy? Huh? He just. He just fine. He's just the best. Best quarterback in the league. You see the throws that that man. That, 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 that man can make. Well, you don't agree? Huh? Who better than him? I heard some hesitation. I'm hearing it again. <laughs> Who better than him? You signed kind of hard. Word. <laughs> Repeatedly, too. What's going on? I don't know, man. Put it on the record. Ooh. Who better than him? <sighs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I think he's a great player. I'm not going, I'm not going oh. down there. Uh-oh. Here it comes. <laughs> I'm, I'm Shit on him. <laughs> he, I don't know, man. I, huh? Who would I say is better? Who? I don't know. If I had, if I had to take a game right now, I, w- I think I still would take Lamar Jackson over him. Bruh. Right now. You crazy? I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, crazy. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Nah, you That's just a long me. That's just, just me. Sleep it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, he tweaking. I think he's uh-uh. still, I, I, I don't know, man. That's just. <laughs> That's just what I'm thinking, or Lamar? even or even uh, mm. Lamar Deshaun Watson. I just I just see more. Deshaun you know, Watson. I... He just seen more. He just, just seen said, more. Ah, uh... I'm I'm just talking about them. I mean, Mahomes is a great quarterback. You know, oh. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just just me, just me. What's Deshaun? what's missing? What's missing? What you what aren't you seeing what's that missing? you are seeing in those other two quarterbacks? I've never seen him like, well, damn, even I was about to say, I, I'll just take it back. Because even what I was about to say, he did this week against the, um, who did they play? The Titans. Yeah, he was about to say something so, wild. Yeah, I was about to say something wild. I'll take it back. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm just not ready to crown him. That's basically what I'm saying. I'm not ready to crown him. So what's ready to crown Lamar? I don't know. So, wait, what if he goes to the Super Bowl? Against the 49ers, which who have like the most atro- like the, the most like intense defense right now, and he just puts up four hundred, four touchdowns, all these insane numbers against them. You gonna crown him then? I have to, because that's the number one defense, right? Yeah. Who have you crowned? Who's currently king? Lamar, apparently. How? <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm just looking at pure. Like, Mahomes has Matt like Ryan? five or six. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I can't. You know, Matt Ryan's <laughs> on the back end. Um, I can't. I can't take him. But I'm just saying. Basically, Lamar Jackson did more with less. If you go look what? at both teams, Lamar Jackson, he had less. Think. Of, look at his. Look at his wide receivers. And then look at Kansas City wide receivers and tight ends. Well, he had less. Look at his running backs and his running game. Like the, the the team is built for them to run. That's why. Most of it's him though. Him and Mark Ingram. Okay. okay. They had twelve Pro Bowlers. <laughs> the most. How many on offense? Yeah, I don't like follow up questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just let me have my they, point. They ha- <laughs> yeah. They, they- they, they probably had Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram and maybe an old lineman in the offense. Let me see. They're going to make me do some research now. Pro Bowlers. Let's see. 
Like, I don't know half these people. <laughs> I'm pulling up to. Yeah, nah, huh? So it's there. Okay, okay. They got two offensive tackles, a guard, a fullback, a running back, and Lamar Jackson. Yeah. This is a, this is a team built for running. That's my point. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You're right. You're right. You're right. But I'm just thinking of, I guess I was thinking of the wide receivers. I'm thinking of the wide receivers, how he doesn't have any wide receivers, basically. Yeah, but they're not built for, for they're not a passing team. I mean, he still put up some great numbers passing-wise, but that's mostly because the team is so dominant running, people gear up for the run, and he was, like, lighting them up, passing. So but he also was a freak with his Pat- legs. Yeah. So are y'all basically saying Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL right now? That's exactly what Oh, I'm yeah. I'm saying that. Yes, that's what I've been <laughs> screaming at you. Hands down. Okay, okay, okay. I said right, that right. even when, uh, what, Andy Reid tried to sacrifice his knee early in the season. Oh, my God. I still had him. <laughs> I've had him all season. I mean, I will say Lamar Jackson had had the best year. I'm not taking the MVP away from Lamar Jackson. He had the better season. Can't just, take that away. But just based off Can't. like my eye test and talent and what I see, he, Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback. And hands down, definitely a better quarterback than Deshaun Watson. Um, all right. I'll let y'all have that. I'll let y'all have that. <laughs> So I'm assuming so wait, you're you picking think... the 49ers. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. what to say? No, that's uh, what I was gonna say. No, actually, I can't because of Kyle Shanahan. Oh, uh, oh! Wow, you got support your your, your former mm. Falcons brethren. Nah, <laughs> his play calling was a part of the reason we lost. What? Twenty eight to three. Oh, okay. Mm. No, I'm just saying. You know, that was we, years ago. You gotta it's... move on. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> let go and let God. <laughs> I can't, I can't, my brother, I can't, I can't let it go, like, bro, when he was supposed to run the ball for us, he didn't run the ball, but if you watch these last two playoff games, they've been he ran the ball like bro. crazy, been... I'm like, what the, bro, you gotta live and you bro. learn, yeah, he learned his lesson, <laughs> at our expense, man, <laughs> he learned his lesson at our expense, man, but, but now, you, what, you know. I think Jimmy G threw the ball eight times last game, <laughs> <laughs> Getting paid crazy. like thirty mil to throw the I could throw the ball eight times for thirty mil. <laughs> just, just turn around and hand it off to the running back. Easiest job ever. So who? So, so I guess y'all one, are going for the Chiefs. I am yes. Yeah, I'm rooting for them. I mean, would I be surprised if they lost? No, and just because the Chiefs defense, I don't think if. If Kyle Shanahan's game plan, which look like it's going to be, is going to be to run the ball down the Chiefs' throat, I don't think they have a chance of stopping them. Like, it's easy to stop Derrick Henry. He's a big guy. He just runs straight forward. You gang, you know, I'm not saying easy. That's a strong word. But their game plan, the Chiefs' defensive game plan, was built, was set up so that they could stop Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's a north-south runner. He's not going to do too much, too much cutting back and forth. He's just a big guy, so you got to gang tackle him. These dudes on uh, – on San Francisco, Moster and uh, Tevin Campbell and uh, Breed, I think Coleman, his name is. Coleman. Coleman. Tevin Coleman. Campbell. Talk <laughs> 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 about the R&B singer for the 90s. <laughs> Tevin Coleman. But he just got hurt. But anyway, Tevin Coleman, these are all, like, fast dudes. So, like, I just don't see the Chiefs defense being able to stop them. So, I think, like, Patrick Mahomes going to have to put up, like, 
40 points if they win this game. Yeah, I I hope it's close, you know. Um, Tevin Campbell. I think the only way – I think the only <laughs> way the uh, – the only way um, the Niners win is, like you said, if they run the ball and they get, like, five, six sacks on Mahomes. But if it turns into a shootout, the Chiefs going to run away with that, as we've seen. They're sc- yeah. They're scoring in bunches. Yeah. They can score so fast. That's what it is. They have, their receiving core is insane, though. They got uh, – you over there drawing? <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> I didn't want to say nothing. Oh, that's me? You hear something? Yeah, that was that. <laughs> I don't. Is you still here? Nah. You good now? I don't know Anyways, but they okay. got Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Sammy Watkins, Nicole Harmon. Uh, that's it. Robinson. That's the, they got Robinson. Robinson. Yeah. They, yo, they loaded. They, they're offensive. They, they're loaded on the offensive side. They really should score every time they get the ball. Like, <laughs> but they, but the but, issue is they, uh, they just drop so many passes. The Chiefs. Yeah, they drop so many passes. Like they, they, they start so slow. They just be dropping so many passes. <laughs> I mean, uh, if the uh, 49ers, only way they can win is they play that ball control. They got to hold on the ball, eight minute drives, and keep the Chiefs off the field. Yeah. Tennessee tried that. That didn't work out. But they're also, like, twice as good as Tennessee. Meaning the 49ers, yeah. so. So, if Chiefs will win, do you crown Mahomes then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I I mean, right. I would have to because all the other elite quarterbacks are old. Hmm. Uh, okay. Think about it. But if he loses. The, the top, if he loses, he's still top three. I, I never say he wasn't, like, top three. I just don't know about number one. That's all I'm saying. Somebody's scribbling again. <laughs> it went away. It's gonna stop now. My but, bad. Um, I, I'm like doing. I think that's me. Like I maybe like touching the touching the laptop. Uh, oh, gotcha. <laughs> okay. Trying to multitask. I was trying to clean something off the laptop. I didn't. I didn't think. Yeah, I, I think it. that's like, it. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, it picks up everything. But um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, so we'll just wait and watch the Super Bowl. You guys got any plans, special plans for the Super Bowl? Uh, nothing formulated for me yet. <laughs> Might um, be the tablet. I'll probably throw a party. <laughs> yeah. I live in Charlotte, so nothing is ever going to happen for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. But sticking with football, yeah. did you guys uh watch this Aaron Hernandez document, that documentary? I did. I, I haven't it seen it yesterday. Oh. Kev, you gotta watch that. No, I heard Crazy. it's really good. Yeah. Now you guys can talk about it. I, I know pretty much all the details. You know about his sexuality and all that stuff. Well, supposed sexuality and all that stuff. Yeah, I heard about that. Uh, if that's so, I I don't. Re- I mean, I'm not gonna say I don't believe it, but that dude just like the his. High school quarterback looked like he was clout chasing. Like I just didn't believe. Yep. Him. I did not believe. Fishy. Him. Yeah, he don't look believable. He looks sketchy as hell. He, uh, it was like a whole gay agenda. Like the yeah. documentary was pushing a gay agenda for me. It just didn't feel authentic. Like it's just mm-hmm. like, and you know, people were saying that the guy that was on the movie he didn't even he didn't even star. He wasn't a star quarterback. 
he was like a backup quarterback, played running back, and he was acting like he was a star quarterback right along with uh, Hernandez. Yeah. Yeah. And so my takeaway from it was like, all right, this is a good documentary, but I feel like they 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 tried to. So I think their their overall agenda was to kind of make Aaron Hernandez into a sympathetic figure by giving him excuses that could have potentially led to him committing the crimes that he was alleged of, of committing. So like they went from first his father wasn't in his life, and then he went to go live at his cousin's house, and then he was subjected to. Um, all this freedom, which allowed him to, you know, start smoking and drinking and hanging out with the wrong types of people. To then the sexuality thing came into play, and then potentially, then they brought on, I forgot the guy, the the white offensive lineman though, who was, um, you know, who came out as homosexual. Ryan Callaghan. Yeah, Ryan Patri- Callaghan. Yeah, like a former Patriots player, right? And he mm-hmm. essentially used him as like a credible person to say, like, you know, I can only, I can only imagine if I was like. Which, which they're proposing that Aaron Hernandez was doing was acting out on his sexual um, desires with with other men, and him trying to hide that, and all that frustration built up is what could have been like a potential reason for him having all these anger issues and him committing these crimes and things of that nature. And I feel like because they tried to take it down that path to make him a sympathetic figure, then that's why it came off as if like they're pushing this agenda, and it was just too much focus on that rather than like actually into his mind like i i don't yeah. feel like i really learned anything from like the documentary outside of like oh okay well he might be you know he might have been gay or something like that but then even then it just felt like i don't know it just, it, it just didn't feel like the, the people that they use it just didn't feel believable to me yeah i i agree and then just to add to it it was like you know the only person that can say whether this is true or not is dead so it's yeah. kind of like it's all specul it's all speculation his brother didn't really talk about it uh, we didn't hear from Tanya, his cousin, you know, that was his right, basically the person he felt raised him or, yeah. you know, was the only person there for me. Beyonce mm-hmm. talked a little bit at the end, but she was like, I had no clue he was gay. Most women will have some type of feeling about, I would think, if you've known him since high school, he didn't give you no signs in, in 10 years or not even 10, but somewhere around there. However many years you knew him, you had no sign that he was gay. His mom never had any sign. It was like, but it was wild even just, you know, talking about his mom. Like, your mom basically goes into a relationship with your ill cousin's husband. Yeah, his mom was like, wild. That was mm. as, his, wild. So as, as soon as his wow. father, as soon as his father died, his wow. mom, his mom starts dating his cousins who's sick. His cousin has breast cancer. She started dating mm-hmm. his cousin's husband, wow. and then the husband, the cousin's husband, moved into the house with the mother, <laughs> and just like essentially took over like Aaron Hernandez, Aaron Hernandez's father's role in the house, like right after his father died. Three months, bro. Three yeah. months. This is crazy. And you know they were playing like the conversation between him and his mom. You could tell he hated her. Like, mm-hmm. He hated her with a passion, and it was. You remember the part when she was like, all I want is a million dollars. He was like, Bruh. why? Yeah, <laughs> why should I give most, you a million dollars? <laughs> most ignorant thing I ever heard in my life. Just give me a million dollars and I'll be set. I'll leave you alone. <laughs> Crazy. Wow. But yeah, I mean, overall, it was a good documentary, but it was just like some things that I wish I I wish I would just would have 
would have learned more about it. I also wish they would have went, they would have spoke a little bit more about the CTE aspect of it. Like, they, they spoke about mm-hmm. it for a little bit, and they showed, like, his brain. But then they had, like, the people that did, get, get, did, that did give comments to it were just like, oh, there's no way, like, essentially, like, there's no way CTE could have caused him to act this irrational. But if you got people with CTE mm-hmm. who's, who's killing themselves, who would say, like, CTE wouldn't have him acting all paranoid and killing, and killing others? Man. Crazy. And then another part I thought was missing, you know, from the documentaries, why we couldn't hear from the other guys that was in the car when he killed Odin Lloyd. Mm-hmm. Like that, I'm like, because it, it's possible they shot him and he didn't shoot him, even though he got yeah. convicted. But it's like, how do we know? Like, if you, mm-hmm. I, I would think if you're making millions of dollars in the NFL, you would have people that would do your dirty work. Yeah. Or uh, at least, like, first of all, those other guys are already in jail. Aaron Hernandez is dead. Like, you, someone knows his motive behind killing Odin Lloyd. Yep. Like, first of all, like, y'all my niggas. Ain't no way in hell y'all about to be like, yo, let's just go kill this guy without no backstory. Like, you so, <laughs> y'all ain't gonna, t- you ain't, you ain't gonna tell me what he did to you? Nothing? And I'm just like, bl- the blonde follower, like, oh, yeah, let's go kill him. You said so, let's go kill him. No! Like, they, someone has to know, like, his motive behind uh, allegedly killing Od- Odin Lloyd. So, like, come on. <laughs> yeah, so it was, uh, there's a lot of holes in the documentary, but it was a great documentary. Mm-hmm. And then you wanted I didn't I didn't watch this part because I got tired of, I got uh, over it. But you want to talk about the R. Kelly documentary, the part part two of it? Kev, you see this? No, yeah. I, I left it at part one. Part one? one? I didn't. <laughs> I left it I at mean, part uh, one too. It's I don't know, man. It was just intriguing to me, I guess, because you know I'm involved in the entertainment industry a little bit and things like that. It's like how many people covered this shit up? Mm-hmm. Like mm. they just covered this shit up for thirty years, and it was like basically in a new documentary. You know, it was this reporter, this guy who had basically said he's talked to forty-eight women that have been, you know, was messing that R. Kelly was messing with and abusing and doing all these crazy shit. So he been mm. he was been following up the whole time, but it it was and then it was just you know the main two girls that were. were uh, with him, still living with him, but they finally, I think one of them definitely came home recently because basically the money ran out, you know, like, because he in jail, he can't make money. Um, yeah. But I just thought it was interesting, but, you know, me since I watched the part one of it, I just wanted to see part two because they, they took it a little different direction. Um, and then the girl, I don't know if, I think her name was Dominique, who left in part one. They explained how, what she's doing now. It was, I just thought it was good, but it's just, I just think it's crazy that how many people allow this to go on for what 30 years over 30 years probably gotcha yeah i, I might i might check that out but that, i'm not gonna rush to watch that i ain't even gonna lie to you it's depressing man I, yeah for sure depressing. trying to keep my spirits up yeah <laughs> i don't know if i need that in my life You got so you have anything else you want you want to discuss before we wrap up? It seems like we hit all the topics. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think that's everything. Uh, oh, I think the only other thing was like we talked about what last year was ten years from high school for basically all three of us. Mm-hmm. You know, just want to see how y'all feel about that. Is it you know any reflective 
And it, it, I, I thought of that topic because, you know, we was just with our, you know, people that we was in high school with and middle school with. Yeah. So it was just, that's it. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's I'll all start. I was thinking. About. Um, yeah, yeah, man. I mean, I think it's just like crazy to see like how far we we've uh, all come since, especially since high school, bro. I remember like what, ten years ago, shit. Like I had what baby Honda. I had a car that had like five different colors on it. <laughs> Barely could, you know, like the, you could hear me coming from like blocks away. Um, <laughs> just like being like broke, broke. So, just crazy to, you know, to kind of see, like, all, like, the dreams and to see all the stuff that we used to talk about in high school and to see that stuff, like, you know, coming into fruition now, you know? Because we just saw it. We all just saw each other. But like, when we were down in Atlanta, like, it was crazy. Like, because Tim actually mentioned that to me. He's like, yo, like, you know, like, out of all the classes that came from Avondale, like, you know, I was just probably, you know, one of the most successful. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, like, damn, like, you know, you might be right. And I was just like, like, you know, looking around, even the people that was in the room with us. And I was like, damn, like everyone is doing something, you know? Yep. Because mm-hmm. like our high school got shut down for a reason. <laughs> like it got <laughs> shut down for a reason. It's a reason why the shit don't exist no more. Um, and just thinking about all the other extenuating circumstances, you know, outside of economics, you know, just, you know, how many people we, we lost that went that we went to high school with. Um, yeah, crazy. All that stuff is crazy. Um so it's just crazy sometimes like on my on my day to day like my daily life i i honestly i rarely think about this stuff um because i'm always like all right what's next what's next get more money i gotta do this i gotta do this i gotta like i got goals to achieve and goals to accomplish but then like my fiance she's always like oh you know like you should sit time take time and like you know just reflect on some things um and just look at like where you came from and like you know where you are and just be appreciative of that so i would say like that's probably like one of the most things like, like that like I'm appreciative for is just kind of like, you know, making it out of those, those circumstances, making it out of those environments, and then, you know, following my dreams, going back to New York, going to going to college, and then meeting you know good friends like Kev, who you know, like my, like my brother now, you know, um, and just everywhere my life has been in this journey over ten years. I mean, I moved from Atlanta, went, went to New York, moved to moved to North Carolina, moved back to New York, and now I'm back in North Carolina. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I mean it's good. It's just good to to see you know everyone, all the growth in my friend groups, the evolution of the friends, the friend groups, and just everyone's success. It feels good. Yeah, mm. definitely agree. Uh-uh. I definitely agree with that. Want to go next, Kev? <laughs> yeah, I'll go. Yeah, I might as well. Um, yeah, I share some similar. Obviously, I didn't go to high school in Atlanta with you guys. I guess. For me, just going to high school in New York, it's that 09. I just think back to me as a person then, just a teenager, and the mentality I had, and aimless, and just thinking about how much has changed in 10 years, how I'm in a pretty good position now, I have a pretty good job, I can take care of myself, uh, just seeing like family of all ages, like siblings, cousins, my mom, parents, aunts, just getting older and just thinking more about the future, just thinking about how my mentality has changed, how like I'm thinking more about, you know, long term like investments and owning stuff and just being able to be in like a decent position to do even like uh, 
some of those stuff. And I would say friend-wise, just seeing how the people I went to high school, how their lives have changed. I keep in touch with some, but aside from that, just Facebook invites and it's, I mean, Facebook updates and stuff. It's, it's pretty interesting to see, but I'd say overall, just, it's just crazy how, <laughs> how much have changed. How time goes, how these 20s have gone. Like, I'm about to be 29. It's just crazy, but it's fun and it's fascinating. And yeah, I just hopefully another decade of more growth. Thanks. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, for me, man, it's, uh, I just always think back, you know, I, I guess I've always been that reflective way. Like, um, I kind of write in my journal a lot, kind of like about how I feel at the time what's on the horizon and things like that. I've only been doing that, I would say, probably the last maybe four or five years. But I just remember, like, you know, graduating high school, I played college football for a little bit. Then I came back and went to Georgia State, and my life changed. A lot of different things happened over the course of time. And, yeah, it's just amazing. I think, like you guys spoke on, too, just the, the mindset. You know, my mindset has changed a lot in the last 10 years. And I used to think I used to think about things a lot differently than I do now, you know. Um, I guess just you know, <laughs> I just I guess you know I, I would say I've always been ambitious, but you know I may have been ambitious in other areas, you know, or in different areas. And it's just like things that I like now are very different than things that I used to like ten years ago. And I guess yeah. you know just a part of growth. And then you know, like I said, it's a blessing to still be alive. And I, I try to think about that at least, you know once every couple of weeks because like you said we know a lot of people that that didn't make it and, you know it's like every year go past and you see those uh you see those facebook memories of um oh r.i.p to this person r.i.p to that person you're like damn it's been five years it's been you know it's been yep. nine years since you passed away and i'm like damn and it just like you said it makes you grateful and appreciative and just continue to strive and kind of it's like putting more gas in your tank because you realize, you know, tomorrow you couldn't, you may mm -hmm. not be here. Mm -hmm. So that's what I could think because I could say I used to do some wild things <laughs> 10 years ago. I second so. that. <laughs> <laughs> surprised I'm here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Bruh. Mm. Yeah, man. That's perfect, man. Um, one thank you for coming on the podcast again. We're gonna have to definitely do this again. Um, yeah, man. I'll... Yeah, man. Uh, before you go, make sure you uh, let everybody know your all your IGs because you got about eight of them. So go ahead and list them. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, my uh, <laughs> uh, comp company ones are WJB Management. Pretty straightforward. That's the talent management agency. I uh, have Trilogy Promotions, that's, that is T-R-I-L-O-G-Y, Promotions with an S. Um, then I have my personal account, which is way more personal. Um, kind of get a, a glimpse into what I think about um, on a daily basis and different things. I've been, uh, my goal, one of my goals this year is to kind of post more on my IGTV of like clips that resonate with me. Mm -hmm. um, and that's WJB Presents with an S on the end. Um, so those are my main three accounts. You know, I have a little other small accounts I do I stuff out of, but those are the main three. So WJB Presents, Trilogy Promotions, and WJB Management. Gotcha. And, uh, definitely appreciate the opportunity. Got to come back sooner. <laughs> yeah, man. I can't do this every once every three years. I, when you said that, I was like, damn, it's been three years. 
That just goes that goes to show again how time is just flying. Yes, it is. Yeah, man. Crazy. Mm-mm. But thank you but again, thank man. You, man. For real. Mm-hmm. As always, people, Anytime. thank you for listening to the podcast. Make sure you guys check us out. We got full length videos on Instagram. Well, Instagram TV. I'm getting old, bro. IGTV. Uh, <laughs> IGTV, YouTube. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. Listen to the podcast on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, um, a cast. Everywhere that podcast. Did I say Apple Music? I did not. Apple Podcasts. Everywhere that podcasts are available for streaming pleasures. We are on it. Until next time, thank you for the love and support. This is Cooling Out. Stay cool. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. We cooling out. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. You cool, I'm cool. We cooling out. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.